How do you advance in your career as a developer? Is there more growth opportunity in management? Hey there, I'm Ian Douglas. I'm the author of the website, techinterview.guide, and I'm here to help people with career advancement and interview preparation. My live stream on Twitch covers topics such as company research, how to build resumes and cover letters, applying for the job, getting through interviews, and what to do during negotiations. I've coached thousands and thousands of people over the years to get jobs at the biggest tech companies in the industry, and I'm here to help you too. The following episode is taken from a longer live stream event and may contain interactions with other people in chat. Check out the end of the episode for more information. Let's get to it. Willing to speak on. Uh, would you mind speaking a little bit on the path between going deeper as an individual contributor, like principal and staff level versus people management, uh, like directors and engineering management? It seems to me it's harder to progress as an IC. It seems like there are more opportunities for growth in people management. I think that there are there are always going to be fewer roles. So, so if you think about it like a pyramid, there's going to be lots of entry-level roles. There's going to be fewer intermediates, fewer seniors, fewer you know principal staff kind of level roles. That's going to happen no matter what. But it's the same thing on the management side too. You've got lots of engineering managers, very few directors, only a couple of VPs, and only one CTO, and it's also a pyramid. So no matter how you progress, there's, all, there's still going to be a limitation on how many people can actually be in that kind of role. And that's also why people tend to leave companies. It's like, you know, there are no more staff roles or principal level roles at this company. So the only way that I can go get that staff level role is to change companies and go over here instead. At the same time, when you start getting like really high into those levels for staff and principal engineers or the VP director uh, on the management side of things, you kind of have to prove you can do the job before they'll even hire you at that job. And I've spoken about that on the stream in the past too. I think that there's um, there's less likelihood that they're going to look at you as a senior dev and go, oh yeah, we'll totally bring you on as a staff level engineer. Does that mean you need to misrepresent yourself and call yourself a staff engineer so that other people are like, oh, you've already done the job. Cool, we'll interview you and we'll hire you at that role. No, I think some companies are willing to do that promotion at the same time where you can say like, hey, I've done all this stuff as, as a senior level. I've also gone above and beyond. This is why I'm qualified for your staff engineer kind of role. Um, and you really have to take a look at, you know, sites like levels.fyi and career ladders and things like that. There are sites out there who do a pretty good job explaining how to get into those roles. Um, but a lot of people feel that in, in engineering, like once you reach a certain level as a senior dev and you kind of go into the team lead kind of role that, oh, my company's pushing me into the management track. That's not necessarily the case. As a team lead, it's actually equipping you for more for the staff and principal level where you're doing more conceptual work and leading the architecture and the design of kind of those components like we talked about like we need to go build this block let me show everybody how i would go build this block i'm going to build a little proof of concept show everybody how i'm going to design this thing out and then you're basically rallying other teams around you to say we need to go build this thing a lot of what drives that innovation at larger companies like fang companies and so on is is the rebuild and repurpose and reinvention of a lot of things and this is why we see companies like facebook coming out with a framework like react is because they felt like we gotta we gotta keep our staff engineers busy somehow like how do we how do we you know keep folks busy for a long period of time that's where a lot of invention comes from but 
a lot of times that invention is just a reinvention of things that already exist. But as an engineer, it's like, well, we could go pull in that other library from that other company, but it would look better if we just built our own. So let's just go build our own. And now, you know, that's, you know, now I've got job security because now I'm inventing this thing for the company and explaining why it's going to be great for us to have this as a company. I think that that's where a lot of like the, the staff and principal level things happen at big fan companies. That's my perception of it. Whether that's accurate or not, that's that's a lot of how I see things play out. At smaller companies, though, you can, and, and by small, I mean, I don't just mean like small startups and things like that. I mean that companies that aren't like 50,000 engineers. I think you can still get into those staff and principal level roles just by promoting through the team lead and then saying, okay, how do I take this team lead experience and level that up to the next step? How do I now build other team leads to do what I've done as a team lead. And so that's, that's kind of the progression no matter where you are. When you're an entry level role, you don't really have anybody to mentor. When you're an intermediate level, you're mentoring the entry level folks to figure out how do I become an intermediate level developer. And then as an intermediate developer, you get mentored by the senior developers and then eventually you're like, okay, well now I can do that role. And then your job is to bring the intermediates up to where you are. And so you're, as you level up, you're bringing up other people behind you. And then as you level up, you bring up other people behind you. That's the progression, no matter which track you go down, whether you stay in the contributor or you go into management, you're doing the same thing. As a manager, you teach other people about, hey, if you want to get into management, this is, these are the kinds of things you need to understand and how to keep people motivated and how to talk to them about their career growth and things like that for the people management side. And then you get mentored by your director and then eventually you become a director. And now as a director, you're teaching other managers how to become directors. And then as a director, you promote to VP and you teach other directors how to become a VP and so on. But at some point you hit a ceiling. As a director, the, the next place is like a C-level, C you know, executive level kind of role. Are you ready for that? And do you want that at a big company? Do you want to go get it at a smaller company? Um, you know, that, that progression and that track is, is really up to you as well. But I think you don't have to feel pushed into one way or the other from a company. I think a lot of people are like, oh, we want you to lead a team. And the first instinct that we as engineers have is, oh, if I become a team lead, you're trying to make me a manager. And that's not the case. I think as a, as a team lead, I think it's equipping you more for that staff principal level type of role where now that I'm a team lead, I'm going to teach other senior devs how to, senior devs how to be a team lead. And then as a team leader, I'm going to become staff or principal level. And, that, and then I'm going to teach the other team leads how to get to my level as well. And so it's constantly like, what am I learning and how am I teaching that to other people to get to where I am? Um, that's how I see that progression kind of playing out. So hopefully that answers your question, maybe awake. Um, as far as like what that actually looks like, I mean, I've, I've been like senior web architect. So the architect level was, was kind of like, at the time we didn't really have like staff and principal levels, but like architect was kind of the next step up from being just a developer or engineer at the company uh, where I had that role at the time. And a lot of what I was doing was exactly that. It's like, okay, how are we gonna plan out the next stage of how we wanna build these things out? How are we gonna architect this from a system level? What kinds of components are we gonna need? 
let me go figure out, okay, this team's going to go build that part. This team's going to go build that part. Here's how they're going to communicate together. And that's really where you get to as that staff or principal level engineer is really understanding what are the components? How are they communicating? Are they going to communicate well? How do we build in like resiliency and backups and failure plans and all that kind of stuff? How do we plan for all those contingencies as we're building out the system? And then from there, you know, now you get people to actually go build those components, make sure they're doing them according to your vision. And so it's a lot of selling that vision and really promoting that vision and, and getting people on board with this is this is where we're going. But it's kind of that same way, like starting at that senior level uh, as well, because as a senior dev, you're going to kind of help the juniors and the intermediates around like, okay, if you don't understand why we're doing it this way, let me share that vision. And let me give you like, from what I've heard, you know, as that, as that vision kind of trickles down, here's what I'm hearing about that vision. Here's why it's important to the company that we do it this way or that way. Um, and, and really getting into, um, really getting into the why and not so much the how, but like, this is why we need to build this thing. The how is always going to be up to the, up to the team that's actually doing the implementation. I think that they're always going to have or they should always have the flexibility to build it however they think is best, but they have to build it within the scope of the vision of what the, you know, the architect and staff and the principal level folks have directed them to do. So let me know if that answers that question or if you want me to go into any other detail, but that's my take on it. Thanks for checking that out. I hope that you found it helpful. I always appreciate feedback, so please let me know what you think. I appreciate any subscriptions, so please tell your friends and colleagues about it as well. Check out the website techinterview.guide for more information about when I'm live streaming and all of my free content. Drop by a live stream anytime to ask questions or message me privately, whatever makes you most comfortable. See you next time.